Hi, and welcome to a podcast from Hope Springs Church Coventry. For more, please find us on Facebook at Hope Springs Church or on Twitter, we're at Hope Springs Cobb. Thank you and enjoy. Hi, we're here with episode five of our Living Visible series. Um, Today we're going to look at how we live visible towards our friends and extended family. Um, And as we've looked at throughout this whole series, looking at how we can do our best to to live like Jesus in such a way that that people will see what God is like and will experience what God is like um, because of what we do in terms of our behaviour, our attitude and our, our kind of conduct and those kind of things. So I hope you enjoy today and we'll get right into it. Over the last few weeks, we've been looking at how, uh, with the help of the Holy Spirit, we kind of are looking to follow Jesus' example and live visible, to live in such a way that in our attitudes and our behaviours and our conduct, um, we can reveal and show what the nature and character of God is like towards people. Um, I think the year we've had in 2020 perhaps puts that as an even more important thing as we come into 2021, um, that perhaps people that don't know what God is like or are questioning um, his intentions or his thoughts or whether he cares at all about us as people or, or as humanity living in that way where we follow Jesus example is so important at this time that we people see the love and the care and the kindness of of our loving father in a way that that, that is real and experienced and tangible for them that this kind of same thing is the kind of challenge that Jesus left us when he kind of um, himself became invisible um, and he said in Matthew 5 he said that the we're to be the light of the world talking about a city on a hill can't be hidden and instead of hiding our light under a basket or hiding our who he's made us to be somewhere he wants us to live visible to live demonstrating who we are so that that people can see our good deeds and glorify our father who is in the hidden and the secret place and that's an enormous challenge and we've talked about the need to rely on on god and to rely on the holy spirit to help us with that challenge um but what we're going to be doing today is going to be starting to explore how we do that towards our friends and our family um, in a way that mirrors and, and kind of follows the example that Jesus left us. Um, so the last couple of episodes, Sai's talked about how this journey of following Jesus, of trying to live the way that he did, um, starts at home. It starts how we live towards our partners, our spouses, and also how we live towards our kids. That that perhaps creates one of the biggest challenges and the greatest opportunities that we have to live visible, to live in a way that, that those closest to us experience the goodness and the kindness and the compassion of the God that we believe in. Um, however, we know it doesn't stay within the four walls of our home. It extends beyond that and it reaches out towards our friends and our extended family. And that's part of what we're going to look at today, that in, it, in itself brings challenges um, and great opportunities too. I think for me, sometimes it's harder to love better the people that I'm closest to. Um, it's almost like you think, oh, well, they love me anyway, or whatever I do. Um, it's okay, they'll let me get away with it. Not that you intentionally think that, but sometimes I come home and I can be in a right mood or I can see my closest family and I can just be, you know, not not the best representation that I can be. Whereas at work, I find it really easy sometimes to do that. Um, so for me, I'm trying to make sure that I intentionally um, am, am the best I can be and I'm the kindest I can be and and selfless I can be for my, for my closest friends and my family. Um, I know that they'll love me, whether I do or whether I don't, but actually I do want to be Jesus to them too. Yeah, and I think sometimes it sits as that group in between, doesn't it? It's not the ones where we have to be very intentional towards. It's also not the ones where we see day in, day out in the four walls of our home. And sometimes it can be that group that we forget about. We don't think about 
um, mm. loving or living visible. We don't think of Jesus talking about how he was towards his friends and family necessarily. But actually when we start to look at it, we start to see that it's everywhere. It's everywhere that Jesus went and everything he did was kind of surrounded by these close friends and members of his family as well. And that's what we're going to start to have a little, little look at in the next part. And when we kind of take a closer look at how Jesus lived, we start to see that actually this group that sometimes can feel like it's in the in-between group, like Susie said, the group that we don't necessarily show the most intention to is the one that Jesus lived with, that he lived with a group of 12 people that he called his friends, his disciples. He lived with a group beyond that, that were close companions and friends of his, that even his birth family were involved in the mission that he set up whilst not initially James and Jude eventually they, they wrote letters and they were involved in the, in the extension of the church and what he began so we see this kind of real significance of Jesus and in the way that he lived intentionally to reveal what God was like to his friends and to his his family that it wasn't something that was separate that so often we look at it and we hear Jesus rebuke his mother and brothers for not doing the will of God in that moment but actually he wasn't excluding them he was simply calling them to something perhaps bigger Call, calling them to a family that, and a friendship that was greater than a birth family and friendship um, and he was including them in that but there is no doubt whatsoever when we start to kind of work our way through and see the life of Jesus that this group was so key and so valuable to him and he constantly demonstrates in the way he behaved towards them in the way he lived towards them um, that, that he kind of loved them and wanted them to reveal and know what the heart of God was and what his intentions and plans for them were he lived visible towards them so I think what we're saying is that whoever you were Jesus wanted you to feel like you belonged you belonged with him you belonged with him um even if he had things to address with you or address with people um before he addressed those things he made you feel important he made you feel that you belonged because you do you belong with him and we've got a bit of artwork in our house that says, when you're here, you're family. And that's something that we really feel and we really hope that we show um, that when you're here, um, and when you're not here too, but especially when you're here, your family, what, whatever's gone on, um, whatever kind of a day you've had, just be yourself with us. You know, your family, you're, you're treated like you're the most um, important and closest special person to us. Um, and that's something that we really try and do and and. And we'll hopefully get better at. Yeah, and I think it's that, isn't it? It's that, that it's helping people and living in such a way where we where we follow that example that Jesus gave, where He made people belong. Um, and that, as you said, that kind of artwork that kind of just sums up that we want to do everything we possibly can to to mirror that. We've tried to do that, got it very badly wrong, but also hopefully right on occasions as well. And we've kind of done it, looking at a number of different things in terms of how to kind of to live that out, how, how to embody that as best we possibly can. We're going to just kind of look at a few of those in the next uh, few sections of this. And then the first one is partly given, but it's just the fact that we're all works in progress. Um, we've tried to be that towards each other. We've tried to be that towards our children. And then as we said, we want to really live that way towards everyone we meet, our friends and um, extended family included. And I think that's the key to, to belonging. I think when we realise the fact that every single one of us are a work in progress we're not going to get things right and we're not accepted we're not included because we get things right we're included because um, we're loved we're included because we're cared for that that we are one with Jesus that we are connected to him because he loved us and therefore we are hoping that as we've received that love and as we've kind of done our best to kind of express that that it creates that kind of thing and we really find that that's been one of the kind of things we've tried to work on to create that sense of belonging to create that sense of of you're here you're present with us even if you don't get things right because we don't get things right none of us 
get things right. And therefore, it's been a real kind of um, key, I suppose, within our marriage, within our family, but also beyond that, within creating that kind of belonging essence in what we do with our friends and family and extended family and beyond that. So another thing to remember is that we're all valuable and I think love languages comes into it here um, because we've all got different love languages and Steve's love languages are different to my love languages and when I'm talking to Steve and when I'm relating to Steve I have to remember um, that we are different like that and unique and yet um, my love languages or the way that I like to be spoken to or like to be talked to uh, are any better than, um, than Steve's and that our differences are what make us valuable. Um, and it's really important that when we're dealing with each other that the that we remember and respect those parts of each other. Yeah, and I think it's then managing each other and working with each other and, and handling each other with care that if you had a valuable piece of furniture in your home, um, you would take care of it. And I think it's that same thing that when you can sometimes become familiar with something, we found that mm. um, one thing that's really key to kind of helping us create that sense of belonging for, for us and our family and our friends and all those kind of things is is that we remember even though they're familiar even though they're, they're some of the closest people that, that we handle them with care because they're valuable and therefore as you said the way that we relate to one another and the way we communicate to others may, may be completely different than how we think it should be um, but that we do that in a, in a careful way that we, that we do that because people are valuable and they, and they matter I think then the, that's the third thing that comes in it for me it's really important that it's third because it it's about being honest. Now, we live in a culture right now where that's almost seen as a badge of honour. That The more honest I can be, especially on social media, the more noble I am. The more challenging I am, the more kind of integrity I show. And whilst absolutely we need to be honest, we need to be open, especially in those close relationships with our friends and extended family, um, I think there's an importance that it comes third after that kind of realisation that we're all a work in progress, that we love each other unconditionally realization that we're all valuable because then it means the way we communicate honesty the way we kind of um share those things and challenge those things that perhaps need to be addressed and need need to be talked about is done in a, in a caring and a loving and a compassionate way um that creates a sense of actually people wanting to be around us as opposed to pushing people away that honesty sometimes can make us feel better but pushes everyone else away well actually the way that jesus embodied it was that even when he was honest with his disciples honest with his family honest with his friends um they they still wanted to be close to him they still wanted to be with him um and i think that is something that is so key and when when we're reflecting and we're thinking about how we create belonging how how we live visible to our friends and our extended family um it's that sense of being honest and being being open but done in such a way that we value and we love one another in the process as well so I think the last thing is about being gracious and understanding. Um, we all mess up all the time. I know that I do. Um, and I think it's in those times that I need to be um, reminded that that we're a work in progress um, and that it's okay and I need to feel loved still and that I belong so that I can be empowered to, to clean my mess up. I think something I always try and tell my kids at school, um, whether they've had a fight or whether it's been like a, quite a critical thing, um, I always make sure that I say, you know, you're, you're better than this. This isn't you. you you've made a mistake. Um, but this isn't the end. This isn't um, final for you. We, we can change what happens next. We can make this better. Um, I think about the relationships that I've got, where, where I feel um, judged, um, 
and I'm not saying that I'm not saying corrected, but when I feel judged and 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 not very good, it doesn't make me feel empowered to be able to to change my behaviour in an area. And um, it just actually makes me um, not want to be honest. It actually makes me want to hide that bit from you. Um, it makes me want to not even go there in myself. Um, but in the relationships where I feel valued and loved and um, and cared for and shown concern for, it makes me think, you know. I do want to actually explore this area where um, I might want to change or I might want to um, develop or I might want to, yeah, just get better in that area um, for, for want of use of better language. But in those relationships, I feel that I can actually do that because I can yeah. go there and I can move on. Um, so, yeah, I need to be helped to clean my mess up. So I think the best way that we can do that for each other is to have um, relationships that, that model understanding and empathy and love and unconditional belonging, um, but also a bit of a, a loving nudge to say, hey, you know, you're, you're better than this. Yeah. You know, we, we can move on past this and just imagine um, what things could be like when this wasn't an issue anymore. Um, yeah. yeah that's good. I think that that's, again, it's the same thing that Jesus did, isn't it? He kind of, he lived in such a way where you look at Peter as a brilliant example, messed up, big time on several occasions denied Jesus three times Jesus was honest with him but at the same time it it brought Peter back um and it empowered Peter to to kind of sort out his mess to clean up his mess to take responsibility for it and then move on that it didn't pin him to a certain point in time it didn't lock him down because he'd messed up at that point but it, he he was able to move on and be who he was meant to mm-hmm. be and I think that's the whole point of this and whilst we talk about these things, it's kind of this is not an exhaustive list. As we're talking through, we're thinking um, to just come across that we're telling people this is the the solution, and by no means is that the case. This is just things we've tried and we've attempted to do and and do with ourselves, uh, but with our kids, and then try and work out in our friendships and our extended family so that it creates that sense of belonging. And all this whole process takes a whole load of help the, the, as we talked about earlier in this series that the Holy Spirit is here to help us he is here to to enable us and equip us and strengthen us and comfort us and challenge us as we go through this process of trying to live visible trying to live in such a way that it demonstrates the heart and the character and the nature of God to people that we love and we care about and that we're not taking those for granted those relationships for granted or not treating them with the respect and the value they deserve and instead celebrating them and doing what we can to live visible in those spaces so that we demonstrate as we said the heart and the nature and the character of god towards people so we hope you've enjoyed today we hope you enjoyed the message um please do share the kind of ways that you find it helps people to belong as well um and if you've enjoyed it share this message with other people too if you think it's going to be an encouragement and, a, and a, an empowerment to people and a help to people um then please do that um, but we pray though for all of us though that we come to know the Holy Spirit closer and in a more deep way though that we all can live visible as much as we possibly can in 2021.